0: And so the story begins with a beautiful, heavenly butterfly named Hallie Grace. Butterflies represent colors, joy, and change. And this story has it all. Hallie Grace was born with a rare genetic connective tissue disorder called Junctional Epidermolysis Bullosa. EB is often called the worst disease you've never heard of. Although her earthly trip was short, her journey continues to fly high
1: i lie- Welcome to
0: the Grace, Grief and Grit podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels, and this is going to be a fantastic episode. Joining me on this episode is Hallie Grace's mom, Ann Davis, and also, believe it or not, a singer-songwriter named Hallie Grace. <laughs> and I know that that sounds just unbelievable, but uh, we're going to unfold all of that for you so you can understand it. Um, and this is such a, a great time as we are so, so close to the uh, to the ball that's coming up and ah. it'll be here before you know it. So we're very excited about that. And uh, I, I want to talk about obviously how in the world you found a singer songwriter named Hallie Grace, who ended up doing some phenomenal things uh, to support not only what you guys have going on, but to carry on the legend of your daughter, Hallie Grace.
2: So uh, the, fir- the easy answer to that for me is God. For me personally, that's the easy answer because I mean, it's just so mind blowing <laughs> that we met. And also that Hallie that you jumped on board and and like joined our fight as quick as you did. And with um, so much investment right off the bat, like I just feel like the, the quick story is that it was, you know, meant to be that we met um, the longer version of that is um a friend of ours here in savannah uh his well he and his wife were looking online after our Hallie passed away and they were just kind of like googling things I think they were trying to find a gift for us to be honest so I think they were looking up stuff like butterflies and whatever and apparently um one of them typed in Hallie Grace butterflies into Google and so this Halle Grace <laughs> has a song called Butterflies. And it popped up. And so she immediately sent it to me and was like, you have to see this. Um, and I was blown away. It's actually a very beautiful song. Um, and I listened to the whole thing and I just fell in love with her voice anyway. And then I obviously recognized the name being the same. And I was like, oh my gosh, Like I just feel like I really have to connect to this person. And then Hallie, I don't even know how much of this story you know. Um, <laughs> but I could not find you to save my life for a while. It was like, oh my gosh, it took me so long. And so I was like looking everywhere and there's actually a lot of Hallie Graces out there, but just none with like a connection or anything like that. Like nothing else kind of really popped up to me. So I just couldn't find the right Hallie Grace for the longest time. And then I think at one point I Googled the lyrics of your song, Butterflies. And that's when at the very bottom, it had your real name, your full name, you know, not your stage name. That's how I found you on Facebook. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to send this woman a message and she's probably going to think I'm crazy (laughs) or she may not even see it because, you know, on Facebook, if you're not friends with somebody, it goes to that like other mailbox. So of course I was like, I don't know. This is like putting it out into the ether. We'll see what happens. And three days are Hallie's number. Three days later is when you wrote me back. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I totally remember getting that Facebook message. And it's funny. I think I have changed some of my socials since then to kind of make it a little bit easier. But I think at the time it was probably, yeah, a little confusing. It's definitely easier
2: now to find you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> but um, getting the Facebook message was so strange. Um, I just like read it and was like, am I am I being punked? Is this right. for- like right. and I, I literally responded with that I was like you're a real person like is this a true story because I just couldn't believe like I it was just incredible you know like what she was saying and um and the fact that she like was kind of asking me to like write a song for them and I'll let you tell more about that but I was just so blown away by the whole thing and had never heard of you know epidermolysis villosa and uh, it was just yeah it was mind-blowing
0: Oh, I can only imagine. And, and I feel like, like, what a great reaction to be like, okay, am I being punked? Like, what a, wow. what a fantastic reaction, because that's a reaction all of us would have, right? Of like, yeah. there's no way that someone has, you know, gone through this with someone with a very similar name, and they're reaching out to me, and this is happening. There's no way. Um, so I can, I can only imagine like where you were in that shock of all of that. But once you learned about the family and about the story, I mean, just like the rest of us, it had to just take you by the heart.
2: It
1: really did. And honestly, like I was so interested in this, in her story and wanted to know more And Anne was nice enough to say like, hey, you don't have to, but there's like this link to our memorial service for Halle Grace if you Mm want to watch it. And honestly, I think that is what like took me from just, you know, being interested and wanting to know more to like I felt so deeply connected to Anne and Joe and Halle Grace, the whole thing. And just like your mission, it really made a huge difference just watching them, you know, Honestly, grieve and tell their story, and and like preach the gospel and everything else. I was just like, oh my gosh, like you know what I mean? It just, yeah, that was like that was kind of it for me. Where I was like, okay, hundred percent, I'm on board. I want to do all the things. <laughs> what can I do?
0: Yeah, we, you know, we were the same. You, you know, when we met them, I mean, we were absolutely the same. We were just, we were taken by the story that is obviously so heartbreaking. And at the same time, I felt like it was an honor. And I'm sure you felt the same way, Hallie, that it was a true honor for us to help them uh, get a platform, you know, with a podcast and and jump into their organization and say, hey, you know, what can we do? Hands in the air, I'm volunteering, you know, and I'm sure you felt the same way. How did the the journey come about with writing the song because you have actually written a song that you have out and it's a beautiful song and talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um I remember Anne saying in like one of her first messages, you know, something about it would be so cool to have some sort of song as almost like a theme or something. Mm-hmm. Um but something that we can use, you know, for just the purposes of um like Halle Grace, the butterfly ball and everything. Um, and so, you know, I was kind of, my, my wheels were kind of turning since then. And I sort of started out honestly with two different song ideas. Um, And then decided to run with one. And that was kind of just the one that I felt like I was able to kind of write more easily. Um, And that was Tiny Butterfly Warrior. And that really just came out of a place of again, like thinking back to that memorial service and what Ann had said so far, but I felt that like deep connection to their their family and their story. And I just started writing the song kind of from that place. And so it's very intimate, very personal and very, you know, um, just kind of emotional. Um, but I wanted it to be like hopeful at the same time, you know? Um, so I love, you know, I, I talked to my friend, Nathan, who produced my first EP and he helped me. Um, he produced butterflies as well, which was my first single that I ever put out. So it's so funny that that that's like, you know, I know, of course, right. Of course. <laughs> Or like you said at the, this point, but um, yeah. And I, you know, he, he also produced tiny butterfly warrior. And I was just like, I, you know, really want to put this song out and I would love for it to be out, you know, when we perform at the ball, I'd love to like, you know, be able to say, okay, this song is now available to these people. Um, and I think we were like a week or two out from that or something. We got close quite so get that <laughs> deadline, but um, it was amazing to work on it and see it come to life. I'm so happy with how it turned out. I still love it, honestly. And I always love that when I can look back on a song and not be like, oh, I would have changed a million things or something. Like I, I really am proud of that one. And, um, yeah, it just, I don't know, man, it's cool.
0: It's so <laughs> cool. It really is. And and I was just going to say, it really speaks to your skill and your talent and your gifts, yeah. Hallie, because I mean, for you to not only step up to the plate and say, oh, my gosh, yes, I want to be a part of this. And I yes, I want to write a song. But then like you really you can tell in the lyrics you really took to heart what you felt from the memorial service. You took to heart everything that Anne said to you. You like put all of that into the song And I'm not sure that the rest of us could do that. You know, we couldn't, I mean, we can, we can hold those things in our hearts, but like to take that and make it a song, it really speaks to your skill level and just like your, your talent overall.
1: Thank you so much. And, and, you know, it's really cool kind of just um, experiencing now, like it's funny because my sister showed. Um, kind of just my my channel one time to her fifth grade classroom. I was like visiting one day and she was like, oh yeah, check out her music. And they got so excited just about the fact that like, you know, Casey's sister was an artist and a musician, but um, that's my sister, by the way. But they also, um, they like found Tiny Butterfly Warrior because it's kind of the one, you know, at the top since it's the latest single and all that. And I want it to be like promoted. So they listened to that one. And I heard this fifth grader say like, is this the perspective of like the baby's mother? And I was like, yes. And I was like, oh so gosh. happy that they were like connecting with it. They loved it. They wanted it. So anyway, it was so cool.
0: And oh I got, I got to ask you, Anne, The what was your initial reaction first time hearing the song?
2: Oh, well, okay. So a couple things. First of all, I laid it all out there in my first message to Hallie, like, Hey, and although all I asked, all i asked. It was a big ask. I was like, is there any way you could write a version of the song Butterflies that relates to Hallie? And she literally was like, no, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to write a song for her. And which just in itself had me like sobbing on the couch, just to- tears of joy, because I couldn't believe that she was going to gift us something like that, that immortalizes our daughter. I mean, it like I can barely talk about it, to be honest with you. Um, and then... She teased us (laughs) or teased me. I should say she sent me a message and she's like, so here's where I'm at. Here's, you know, I'm going to let you hear like a little snippet. And so I heard like a little snippet and she was like, how do you feel about this? Just to kind of check in. And I was like, Oh, it's pretty beautiful. Like I was like completely (laughs) blown away. Um, like I couldn't believe, I still can't believe how beautiful the song is. Um, it is so beautiful and it hits home so much that honestly, it takes a moment. Like I have to be in the right state of mind to listen to it because it is so spot on to everything that we went through and who Hallie is. Um, It's just literally perfect. Like there's absolutely nothing I would change about it. And everything you said about it speaking to Hallie's talent is so true. Hallie, you are mind-blowingly talented um i i to this day i can't get over the fact that there's a song written about our daughter and that it is that perfect and that beautiful and that it it is hopeful the song is not sad it is beautiful it talks about um how special she is and how uh i honestly can't go into it but like her relationship with god and you know that basically she was sent here for a reason that like there's a purpose to her life. And so as her mom, it just makes me incredibly proud. And that's all I can say right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean uh, to your credit, uh, Hallie, and also, I mean, and here we are recording, Hi. recording this um, the day before mother's day. I know. Um, and so uh, first of all, happy mother's day to you. You have three beautiful, beautiful children. Um, and and what a testament! I mean, for you to on Mother's Day and and every day to raise awareness, to continue to fight for a cure for epidermolysis bullosa, and and continue to help other families who are going through it as well. I, I don't know about you, um, Hallie, but like when we started to learn about the story of of Hallie Grace, we were also learning about epidermolysis bullosa. And, you know, I know a lot of people hear it for the first time and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even sure I could pronounce that after you just said it to me. And I almost feel like, you know, it's our duty to learn how to say it, to learn what's behind it, to learn the different varieties. And, and I don't know about you, but like we we've been learning. I mean, this is a process of like learning something that affects a lot of people more than you would think. And I'm sure Hallie, you were in the same position of like, let me learn a little bit about this.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's been something that, you know, of course now is on my radar and I'm glad that it is. And I, I love, you know, even just seeing updates from like Anne's Facebook page and everything, but Um, Even beyond that, you know, anytime I see like a celebrity talk about it or um, Anne and Joe invited um, me and my husband to come to, you know, um, the Grand Ole Opry and see the concert that was, you know, dedicated to the EB Research Partnership, hearing, like just seeing that and kind of like seeing the community that went beyond the community I had seen thus far, you know, was incredible. And just being a little bit more like opened, you know, my eyes were open to that whole, um, just experience and what people are going through, you know, like, it's like, every time I get a little piece of it, I'm like, yeah, I need to be leaning into this.
0: Yeah.
2: Hallie, you have leaned in more than you ever needed to, but it's so beautiful that you do it. Like you, she's done like fundraisers, for us, just like, you know, those birthday fundraisers on Facebook, she's done it to our organization. She does like in-home concerts and sends us a little portion of what she makes there. And like everything she does, she's written up things on her Facebook page to share or shared my posts. And the fact like, it's just above and beyond. Um, So through all of this, obviously um, we have become what I consider dear friends. And um, I just, both of you on here have leaned in so much and it means the world to us that that's an, a lasting impact that our Hallie is having. So it's not, I mean, it's so wonderful that you have written that song, Tiny Butterfly Warrior, um, as well as one more that we need to talk about. But uh, the fact that you've done that is like incredible in itself. And then the fact that you have also leaned in and wanted to join the fight completely we've just been um, so grateful to what both of y'all have done. Thank you so much. It really, (laughs) it means a lot. And it's,
1: it feels easy to do because I think of what Dee is saying that your, your story is so inspiring and people connect to it, you know, and I feel like I don't have to, uh, you know, I don't have to try very hard to get other people to connect with your story and want to, lean in and, and do what they can. It, it feels very easy. You know, I just say the facts and what's going on and everyone's like, Oh yeah. Okay. What can I do? You know? Yeah.
0: Fully. I, I fully agree. I mean, we felt the same way. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of just like, here we are hands in the air, you know, and if you could give everyone a little, just, I, I know there's so much to epidermolysis bullosa, Um, and there's so many things that are involved in it and there's so much research that's going on. If you could give a little snippet, um, for people who might just be jumping in for the first time on this episode and, and finding out about it, you know, how would you describe, um, you know, where it comes from and, and maybe like what's happening with it right now, because so far there is not a cure.
2: Right. Um, I think, okay. So epidermolysis bullosa, it's genetic, um, the biggest tagline that you hear about it which i think is so accurate is that it's the worst disease you've never heard of um for me i think what is so bad about it it's a it's a skin condition and so um you're missing a vital protein that holds the skin together and so any friction or heat shears the skin off and so it creates second and third degree like burns on the skin um there's a variety of types and, and presentations and all of that. So you can fall anywhere on a spectrum from, you know, mild blisters on the bottoms of your feet every so often, all the way up to, um, you know, a terminal condition like what our Hallie had, uh, and she only lived three months and three days. And then, um, some people live about 30 years, but it's a, it's a pretty painful existence. So for me, what is the hardest thing about EB is, that there is no treatment, there is no cure, that there's literally nothing you can do. Like I remember when Hallie was born and they said the words, first time I'd ever heard them, right? Like epidermolysis so I was like, what is that? It's very long, it sounds very scary and I don't like it. Um, but basically after I heard them say that, I thought in my head, okay, so what do we do? Like, I think that's the typical, okay, so my child has something, that's not good. I'm scared, but like, let's figure out like, what's the next step. I kind of went into like problem solving mode, um, very quickly. And, you know, unfortunately there is nothing that you can do. And so that's, that's where it was just devastating. And when I started to have full blown panic, because I was like, I can't believe this is something that we have nothing that we can, nothing, like there's not even a cream right now. There's nothing that you can do. And so it's just, it's absolutely devastating. And also, you know, the fact that the skin is so fragile, like butterflies wings, hence why Hallie is a butterfly baby. Um, and why we have tiny butterfly warriors, the song, um, you can't interact with your child the way that you want to interact with your child, because you have to be very cautious about everything that touches their skin, including you, your hands, your body, Um, you know, I have Evan now who is six months old today, by the way, crazy. Um, and as the newborn stage, like all you do is hold them. You just snuggle them. They fall asleep in your neck all the time. And it is the best feeling on earth. And we couldn't do that with Hallie. If we did, we had to wrap her in like bandages and swaddles, and make sure we very cautiously lifted her from behind her head and under her butt, carried her like this, and then very slowly laid her down. And it was just a very big process. And a lot of times she didn't like it because it hurt. And so knowing that touch, which is so important when you're bonding with your kid is something that can actually cause them harm, makes it the worst disease for me. Because I can't even comfort them. Like that's that's where it's a pretty awful thing. So that's why we're raising this awareness and trying to find anything that can help.
0: Where where are we right now and on the research? I feel like there is some hope with the research from what I've heard recently. And even there's been some cautious projection of time as far as there is a cure in the future.
2: Yeah there's stuff in the pipeline. So, um, I think they said like 10 years ago, there was like nothing, there was no research studies running. Now there's a whole bunch going on. Um, a lot of the research does focus on a certain type called recessive dystrophic epidermolysis blosa or RDEB, because those children, um, the there's, basically one main genetic mutation. So it's easier for them to find. There's not as many spots for them to look. So it's easier to do research on that. Plus those children tend to have a lifespan closer to 30 years. So they're able to actually go through research studies. Um, Whereas, you know, if you have what Hallie had, which was called junctional epidermolysis bullosa, if the child isn't living long enough, it's harder to get them into the study in time to actually do any benefit. Um, but there is something that came out recently that is actually looking at junctional epidermolysis bullosa. And she actually was enrolled in a study, um, that they were doing as well. So there's two studies I know of now that are working towards something, um, whatever it is, wouldn't be necessarily a cure yet. They would call it a treatment because it's something you would have to continuously take. And so the official definition of a cure is that like, it takes the problem completely away. Um, Whereas this would be like a medication or something that you would have to consistently stay on in order to um, fix the problem. Gene is the best way I can say it, but like bypass the issue. Um, And so there is a lot of hope they are predicting though, with all of this research out there, they're thinking potentially we could get to somewhere near a cure, at least by like 2030. So, I mean, it's 2023, 2030 is actually very, very close. That's true. Um, so it's, it's bittersweet for us because obviously it's, we want it more than anything, but we just wish it had happened like 10 years ago. So we would have,
0: had of course, our, our daughter. yeah, absolutely. I, I can't believe, you know, speaking of, of research and raising awareness, I can't believe we're so, so close to the, uh, to the ball um, that's coming up. And of course you can get tickets for that. Hallie, you were actually at the very first ball and, and, and performed. And I mean, unbelievable. I'm sure that was a wonderful experience for you.
1: It was wonderful. It was like, I was going to say, you know, if, if the memorial service and just hearing from Anne didn't already pull me in, meeting the Davis family was huge for me. It was like, I just felt instantly connected. you know, Anne and I were like, oh, we must have been sisters in another life or something. And I just, you know, it was like this instant connection. and um, the ball was such a blast. My parents came, which was awesome. <laughs> um, and my husband, of course, is there in our band. and um, it was so lovely meeting everyone and getting to talk to not, you know, just some people around Savannah, but also, you know, people who, are going through the same thing or something very similar um, to what the Davis family went through, getting to perform my songs for them and, you know, hear from them and just, you know, having those like conversations was just amazing. The whole thing was awesome. I loved it.
0: I, I know that Anne, Anne loved having everyone there, but I, I I promise you, like watching her watch you perform, Hallie, was Quite something. She was uh, she was on another planet. Like (laughs) she was. I mean, she literally could have just been there in that moment with no one else there, just watching you perform. Because it was. I could tell it was everything to her. It was like just full on tribute. It was just full on. Just like she was in the moment, experiencing her daughter there. You know, in spirit. I mean, that was just very very clear. So I I know that meant so much to Anne.
2: It did. I actually kept looking up because I felt her there, number one. And number two, I actually couldn't look at you, Hallie. (laughs) We had decided beforehand we weren't going to lock eyes during the song because both of us would probably start crying. Um, And it was actually the first time Joe had heard the song all the way through because he'd been too scared to listen to it emotionally. Um, And so that was a huge moment for him as well. It was just a really. I mean, it was like a life changing moment. It was it was. right it was like never I'm never gonna forget that moment um and on top of that Hallie surprised us with the second song
0: yes let's talk about that Hallie let's talk about the second song (laughs) speaking of hope like I mean it's just (laughs) full of it
2: yes
1: well like I said I had kind of I started with kind of like two different song ideas and I knew that they weren't gonna be the same song if that makes sense they just felt so different in style and even in theme um and it's kind of funny but sometime while I was in the process of recording Tiny Butterfly Warrior I finished Her Fight Remains which was just another song that came out of you know the inspiration um I was feeling and um wanting to write sort of an anthem, you know, I wanted to, to write something more anthemic and, um, and again, hopeful and just thinking about, you know, what does a warrior mean? You know, it's somebody who fights and it's somebody who is, um, who perseveres, mm, you know, yeah. and so just wanting to have something like that, you know, and to emphasize that part and the part of that it's, bigger than, than even Hallie and the Davises. And, you know, it goes beyond that to all the parents and all the children and even those, you know, who are suffering from other diseases, um, you know, children who have cancer, like it just, I feel like it grows and grows, um, in terms of that community, you know? So, um, yeah. So I'm really glad that I was able to finish it, but it, it did take me a good deal longer to, I feel like find the words, to finish that one. Um, And so, yeah, it just it came together very last minute. And I'd already kind of recorded Tiny Butterfly Warrior at that point. We were in the process of production. And, you know, as an independent artist, I have a limited budget. So as much as I wanted to be able to just like pop out two songs and be like, here we go. You know, it just it didn't go that way. But I was like, I can perform both of them for sure. Um, And yeah, I'm so glad I did. It was you know, a huge hit. And just honestly, like, I think it was probably 10 minutes after I performed both of them that Ann and I were just hugging and crying. And that's, again, unforgettable. Like,
2: completely. I remember that hug. I will remember that hug for the rest of my life. Like, obviously, both songs, but that I remember just like needing to get to you and just like feeling that gratitude come out. Because um, the second song is also <laughs> incredible. Um, and what I specifically love about it is exactly what you're talking about. It was more anthemic and it really was, it's about Hallie, which is great. Like it also immortalizes her, but it's about more than her, which is what ultimately her purpose is, right? Like she is the one that draws people to her and we get people invested, but then the whole point is to then help pay that forward. You know, like how can we then fix this? How can we find solutions? How can we fight this? Um, And so I love that in that song, you specifically talk about like the people still fighting the families, like you really just kind of made it more broad spectrum and that um, it just gave me such a, I don't know, like pumps me up when I hear it. I like get ready to do whatever I need to do. In fact, as soon as we get it produced, which we are all going to work on getting that done. um, But as soon as we get it produced, I feel like that's going to be like my song that I play before I like talk to vendors or sponsors or donors for the ball <laughs> I get myself all amped up and be like that's right I'm fighting for Hallie and all these people in this rare disease community and that's why we do this and so it's just a really it's a beautiful song and I was so um shocked and blown away that we had a second song that we got to hear that night it was just really special
0: yeah, yeah. It's a power anthem. I mean, it really is. That's exactly what it is. Like it, it's, it's all that. So I'm excited for it to be out. And, and speaking of, uh, you know, right now, uh, folks can actually go and get your music, uh, tell everybody where they can get your music. Cause I want to talk a little bit about just like your music as a whole.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I am on all the music streaming services. Um, my name again is Hallie Grace, just like (laughs) Hallie and Sally Grace. Um, so if you look, you know, Spotify, um, Apple music, you know, YouTube, if that's your thing, um, all the other ones, I can't think of them all, but all the music streaming services you can find. Yeah. My, my first EP as well as tiny butterfly warrior. Um, and so, you know, if you can't find me at first, you can look up Halle Grace, Tiny Butterfly Warrior or just Halle Grace Butterflies and it should pop up. Uh, funny that now I have these two like butterfly songs out there, but it is what it is, man. But yeah. yeah.
0: It's going to be a theme. Uh, apparently, I mean, it it was meant to be like, like everybody said now, Hallie, you are in Nashville right now. And I I mean, the live music scene there must be pretty awesome. Are you, are you regularly performing?
1: I am trying to, yeah, for sure. It is pretty awesome. I perform whenever I can pretty much. Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to be performing in a writers around this coming Monday night. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's, you know, It's one of those things where there's a million places to perform, but there's a billion performers. So it's (laughs) like you've got both sides of it there here, but it's a lot of fun. It's a good, a good challenge. Uh,
0: I would imagine it's similar to like, you know, if you want to act, you go to New York. Uh, If you want to sing, you go to Nashville. So I could picture that like, you know, there's probably a long line to get into some of these venues. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Tell everybody um, your website too, because uh, you've got a great website and it really does give just a nice picture of everything you have going on.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I almost forgot to mention that. Um, yeah, it's just hyperfollow.com slash Hallie Grace. Is that the one we're talking about? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Well, cool. yeah, you'll find like my Instagram, my TikTok, um, as well as links to all my songs. Yeah. On that hyperfollow.com slash Hallie Grace. What are you
2: looking? Sorry, I just want to break in and say all the songs are great. I've actually listened to all of them. Also, um, you're constantly like just playing around with stuff like on your TikTok or whatever, your Instagram reels. Like I love to watch what you're doing just in real time. Um, It's amazing to see the things that you're writing constantly. So I mean, I recommend following you anyway, just because I always feel like I hear something new and beautiful every time that I look at your stuff.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I am. I post pretty regularly on on TikTok and Instagram. And and I love sharing just yeah little snippets of songs I'm writing. I'm writing like all the time these days. So I try to just share like little things that, you know, make me happy or sometimes a cover or whatever. But yeah, trying to like keep people
0: in the loop, you know. So what's what's coming up next for you, Hallie? What are you looking forward to?
1: Um, I am looking forward to doing some more like kind of intimate like home concerts, hopefully. Um, I'm hoping that that gives me a chance to kind of travel more um, while I'm in this process of, you know, building a following growing an audience and um, ideally, you know, touring eventually. Um, Right now I'm just kind of focusing in on um performing for like friends and communities um i really enjoy just getting to like have conversations with people and share my stories in that kind of like intimate way sharing my songs in that way um so yeah so that's kind of what i'm looking forward to this summer as well as of course performing at the ball and um yeah just continuing to write hopefully getting to record soon that's kind of that's definitely high on my list
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And, and, and I feel like, you know, it's going to be just a continuation, you know, this year, but even bigger, I mean, because every, every year that, that you have a a ball, it's, it's really just, it opens it up even more to like, who can we help? Right. How can we carry on? And I feel like more people hear about it and more people are jumping on. So I'm so excited because I think this year is going to be just even bigger.
2: Yeah. So, basically my message with that is I think the ball is going to be incredible this year. It was incredible last year, but you're right. I think people heard about it last year or came and had a good time. And then everyone was like, Oh, okay. We really need to like jump on board with this. So, I mean, like the amount of, um, cool, silent auction items we have, the fact that we've kind of tweaked some of the itinerary to be a little bit better. Um, We've got some great food. We're gonna have a great dinner and dessert and still have the signature drink because it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Signature drink, you know. Um, But then having Hallie and Jay come back and doing an acoustic performance for us, I think it's just gonna be beautiful. We're still releasing butterflies. So all of that stuff is still happening. Now, like people just need to, realize all of Savannah basically needs to come to this ball, except for the fact that it's going to sell out. So you got to get your tickets.
0: Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get, get there before they sell out. Here's the thing yeah. with Savannah. I, and I don't know if you know this, Hallie, but the thing with Savannah is, is the nickname for Savannah is slow Vanna. Um, so, you know, a lot of times for events, uh, we'll just wait around, wait, wait around, you know, see what the schedule looks like. And and, and it's like, OK, I'll get them closer to. But for something like this, you're right. I think there's a very good chance it could sell out. So I feel like, you know, everybody needs to jump on and make sure they have their tickets ready to go. Last year, we were also blown away that Mayor Van Johnson strolled in. And he I mean, he's got such a heart for uh, for not only, you know, obviously, raising awareness for epidermolysis bullosa, but he's got such a heart for your family. Anne, and, and I know he's just, if he can be there, he's going to be there again. We saw him at another event. We're like, you coming. He's like, I'll try, uh, you know, he's a busy man, but I mean, he, he was moved uh, as you know, much as the rest yeah. of us and was just standing there with all of us during the butterfly release, which is going to happen again, um, this year and was so moved by it. And, you know, so it's just amazing. You'll never know who you're going to see there.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I think it's just going to get bigger and better every year. So you might as well get on board now and then go ahead and just come back, make it like your yearly event. You know, Hallie, that definitely goes for you. D that definitely goes for you. Both of y'all, you know, I'm expecting you to be there every year. We're going to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I think just the whole, you know, city, anyone who wants to have a fun night out for a really good cause, we're going to have lots of fun dancing. We've got an excellent DJ. Um, you know, I think it's just going to be a really great night in general and people just need to put it on their calendar. In fact, we already are booked for next year, June 7th. Nice. Yeah. 2024. I went ahead and got on the books at Savannah station because I know they are really busy and sell out all the time too. So I was like, go ahead and mark me down. (laughs) So they put me in the calendar. Um, So next year, June 7th, this year, June 9th um, at Savannah station. I think it's just going to be an amazing event. And I'm so excited. We're all going to be there. Yeah.
0: It's going to be, it's going to be so good. Um, it really is. And, and of course people can still get tickets on the website, the best place to go.
2: Yep. Hallie events page. It'll take you right to the ticket link. Um, also if you follow me on, um, Instagram at tiny butterfly warrior, or if you're in our Facebook group, which is Hallie grace, tiny butterfly warrior, Um, both of those, I think I have it pinned to the top on Facebook and I also have it in my bio on Instagram. So any of those places you can get the link to the tickets. Um, and of course I'll be posting it like, you know, 200 times
0: a day for the next month. So of course, (laughs) as we all will, I mean, you know, that's, that's just how it goes. Uh, and and it's going to be fantastic. And and I know Hallie, you're going to just make everything beautiful and and wonderful and you're going to add so much. Um, so much joy, so much everything to it. I really hope everyone continues to look for what you're doing and your music and they follow you. And, and I, I just know you're going to do great things. You're obviously quite, quite the gift from above, um, which is why I'm naming this episode the day Hallie Grace met Hallie Grace. So... Uh-huh um, you know, that's what happened here. So yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And, and obviously, uh, you were, you were meant to be a part of of the whole journey. So thank you for taking some time to tell us about what's going on in your world and tell us about this beautiful relationship. Absolutely.
1: Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me on. I've loved every minute of this. This
2: has been so wonderful. Thank you. Can't wait to see you. Can't
1: wait to see you.
0: It's so rewarding to know that we can all do something with the journey for a cure for EB. If you're asking yourself, but how can I help? Then you've come to the right place. The second annual Halle Grace Memorial Butterfly Ball is coming up so soon, and it's going to be amazing. It's a chance for you to help. June 9th at the gorgeous Savannah Station at 6 p.m. June 9th, Savannah Station, 6 p.m. Tickets are still available and 100% of the proceeds go to the fight for EB. That's research, go to the fight for a cure and comfort packages for families going through similar experiences in the form of emotional support, finding resources or providing much needed medical supplies or special clothing. Wouldn't that feel amazing to know you were helping families just like Ann and Joe's, helping families around the world. So go ahead and grab your ticket at halleyflies.com. That's H-A-L-L-I-E flies.com, halleyflies.com. And if you can't make it to the ball in person, go to the website, make a donation. Every donation gets us closer. How else can you help? Share this episode with someone you know. We are more hopeful than ever that a much needed cure is in reach.